Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Um, today, we are with Josh German of the Josh and Suk German Scholarship. They have been giving out scholarships for the last 15 years on, um, through the Josh and Suk German Foundation. Josh German is an award-winning, top-producing realtor on the island of Maui. Welcome to the show, Josh. Good morning. Thank you for having me on your show. So, Josh, first question here is, could you just tell us about your background? Why did you decide to create this scholarship? Um, who are you and what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, certainly. Um, I was raised on, on Maui and um, having grown up on the island here, uh, I really um, always, always desired to, to seek higher education um, elsewhere. Um, and what's what my background was is uh, I first went to University of Washington. Um, or actually, I stand corrected. I first went to University of Hawaii, uh, and then later transferred to University of Washington. And through those college experiences, um, I was awarded uh, scholarships at the time. And um, having received scholarships and really um, recognizing the benefit and the opportunities um, that they provided me. Um, I always wanted to then reciprocate later in life. Um, and so, um, I mean, having, having received and wanting to give back uh, and give, other, give others the opportunities like what I had uh, was really what triggered um, me wanting to create the scholarship program. And you're doing this through the Josh and Sook German Foundation, the scholarship, right? I am, yeah. And so what, um, what I did is uh, when... I first got uh, into the real estate business. I'm a real estate broker here. Um, I wanted to uh, also align my business uh, with a foundation that I could give back through. And so, uh, and so I created the Josh and Suk German Foundation. Um, and originally it was called the, the Maui Nui Scholarship, but I've since also been contributing to, um, to other causes and such. And so it's expanded to a foundation. But what, what I did with the scholarship is that was, that was really what was most important to me was to, um, was to formulate uh, a scholarship. And so what I did is um, I went to a local organization um, that uh, was uh, giving out numerous scholarships and looked at their process, um, how they structured their application, the process that they went through um, to administer the scholarship. And then um, I tailored my own um, after after it. Um, I also reached out to the um, Department of Education and got input uh, from them as to what the requirements were um, to administer a scholarship, how the process worked. Um, I learned that the application uh, that is used for the scholarship would need to be approved um, on an annual basis just, just for compliance and um, sort of equal opportunity. Um, and so I got the guidelines then uh, through those sources, um, created the application, um, and then in, in turn um, sent it to the DOE for approval, uh, which they did. Um, and then from there started um, I mean, advertising and ensuring that the scholarship was in the hands of high school counselors and, um, and students knew about it. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand the DOE process for 
approving a scholarship? What was that process like, and what what criteria do you need in order to be approved? Yeah, certainly. Um, it started with a phone call, and um, from there, I was I was told that uh, there are requirements that have to be in uh, every application, and uh, and particularly there can't be any components that are are discriminatory. Um, and so, um, what what they did is um, they sent me a couple of, of sample applications and were very helpful in the process. And so from that point, um, I created my own um, and then sent it back in with a cover letter requesting for the scholarship to be reviewed and approved. Um, there were three different individuals um, that uh, had had to review it and it passed through their desk and then in turn um, I got a, a formal response letter back saying that the scholarship application had been approved and, and actually without any changes as well. Uh, what they also told me is that um, every year I would have to go through this process again. Um, so now for you know, 15 years um, and, and it's become very straightforward. I mean, it's, we, we have the contacts from the original, original go around and it's just something that we, we plan for. It's typically uh, also fairly smooth as well. We get an approval to the inside of three weeks um, and we send a letter in and in turn um, every year they've then sent us our confirmation back. And um, We've always waited until we get our confirmation back before uh, then really taking that new scholarship out or that year scholarship out to the market. Um, again, just because we want to maintain compliance and uh, also make sure that the high school counselors um, that are uh, introducing our scholarship to their students and really promoting it um, are working from a document that uh, is compliant. Wow. So what is, is there any fees involved with this? Um, what, and what do you kind of get like after, is it just a piece of paper, kind of like a, a document saying, hey, this has been verified or does the deal yeah, then help you promote it on their website or something? Yeah, so there's, I mean, there haven't been any fees, um, and we get a letter back saying that it's been approved, um, and then um, what's what's happened is as well as they've also taken the step, and we've had, I mean, we've developed a personal relationship with a couple of people in the office who have uh, ensured that um, our scholarship would be in uh, every counselor's office with within Maui County, uh, within every high school counselor's office. And so they actually have taken a proactive you know, step now after a number of years of um, administer or us administering the scholarship for actually getting out there as, as well, um, to which we've been grateful. Um, and, uh, and then it's, it's been a fun process too, because um, I mean, in a couple of years, we, uh, we've gotten the scholarship out at different times of the year. Sometimes it's early fall, sometimes it's, and it's late fall. And, um, and we've, we've had years where uh, high school counselors have actually reached, reached out to me directly and said, hey, we're just, we're looking for your scholarship this year. And um, the answer is always, you know, you'll be getting it within the next couple of weeks, but it's been, uh, it's been rewarding to see that sort of traction there. Uh, it's something that they look for and it's something that they have um, in turn they've been promoting. Awesome. So about your scholarship, could you um, kind of say like who's eligible, who can apply for the scholarship? Yeah, so ours is, is tailored uh, to uh, all graduating um, 
high school seniors within Maui County. And so that comprises of the islands of Maui, Molokai, uh, and Lanai. And uh, in order to, to apply, um, you also have to, have to demonstrate some financial need. Um, I felt that was an integral component of, um, of this scholarship because um, it, it goes back to the time when I went to school uh, where I truly did have financial need. Um, and so, uh, so that was uh, an important factor. And then um, the sort of key visionary aspect um, of um, the application is that any student who's applying uh, has to have a vision for how they can and intend to contribute to Maui County in the future. And so um, these are for students who um, are, I mean, are from the islands uh, and who see a place for themselves uh, in the future of Maui County. Um, there aren't any strings that are tied to where they only get paid if they return because of course the money's paid out uh, to the college directly upon uh, the, being awarded the scholarship. But it's, it's, it's really a requirement to, um, to get them to think about uh, their place uh, in, in Maui County's future and uh, to think about how they can contribute. Um, and then the last eligibility requirement is um, we also ask, ask for transcripts at, as well. Um, and so it's a very balanced I mean, package. And so the transcripts, and of course, along with just our, our standard application. So does the transcript, does it need to be official? Does it not? Um, it, the reason why I ask is like a lot of uh, students don't understand um, <laughs> the, a wide, wide scholarship donors need an official transcript. If they, mm -hmm. if they do, uh, if you can explain on that, why, why is the transcript important to you? Yeah, it is. I mean, it just, it, it adds credibility to the application and it's also an assurance that uh, the information that we're being presented um, from the school uh, is, is accurate. Um, and um, schools are, I mean, they are, are very familiar with preparing and submitting official transcripts. And so when, when asked, um, it's, it's just a, it's a routine exercise for them, but you're right. I mean, it is something that, um, it's, it's often right at the end of the application period that a student may be scrambling to actually, uh, yeah, gather their official transcripts. Um, and then we've also made a decision, um, uh, as well along the way that just, uh, that incomplete applica applications, um, won't be considered because it's only fair to the students who have uh, who read the guidelines and who have taken the steps um, and then who have also gathered their official transcripts um, yeah, from their schools and had the schools send out. Um, and it's those application packages that uh, then are then eligible. So what does a student need to do in order to fill out the application? So other yep. than the transcript and the application part? Yep. And so the best place to do it is, uh, is scholarsapp.com, can, they can go on online and the application is uh, in a fillable digital format. Um, and uh, that's the most efficient way uh, to complete it. And so uh, there's questions that are answered directly on, on the website. And then, um, then from there, um, they are to follow up with, with their transcripts and uh, with the school directly. 
Um, and then also, yeah, gather their thoughts, of course, for their essay as, as well. But it really starts with the website, scholarsapp.com. So what are you uh, looking for in the essay part? What yeah, the it? essay, yeah, I find it to be the most um, critical part of, of the application for me in that um, be surprised um, how many students do not read uh, what's requested <laughs> in the essay, in the essay. And so, so we get these personal letters sometimes. Um, and it's, it's like, a, we would, we, I mean, our scholarship committee would, would love to read through and support, I mean, all the applicants, but we get these essays sometimes that are completely off point from what they've actually been asked to write about. <laughs> so the number one thing a student can do is to look at what the criteria are for what's being asked for the student to write about in the essay um, and then provide us with that. Is your um, essay kind of the same every year? Does it change? Um, it's, yeah, it's been the same for yeah, for 15 years. Um, and it goes back to students writing about uh, their vision for Maui County, um, for its future and for their place in it, uh, how they seek to contribute, how they um, see themselves being able to support and, um, and provide uh, yeah, positive sort of input for our county. And so that's, that's, been, the, that, that's been it since the inception, um, actually without any changes. So would you also say that, you know, when a student, when you put out the essay or you put out the entire application and you put out the guidelines, hey, you're supposed to do the transcript, your application, your essay, and then it comes back and it's nothing else like it. Would you say that's kind of like the worst possible thing that you see in an application process? That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, because it's, I mean, they've obviously, they've taken the time to work on, uh, on the application and put forth some effort, but they've missed the mark. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually the biggest challenge we, we have to, or, or applications that, that come back that don't have any transcripts or they've omitted the essay or whatever component's missing um, is, is really yeah, um, a challenge that we deal with every year. And we'd like to support, I mean, every student who applies, but I mean, a fundamental aspect of it is, uh, is really packaging um, the application itself. Uh, and I have to say too, that sometimes, I mean, I don't know how, or just how many times on the day of the deadline, um, I'm getting a, a call from a student's mother who's, who's saying, where are you? Where are you right now? I will drive my kids' application over to wherever you are, <laughs> and uh, uh, come to expect those calls. And or or the students calling at eight o'clock that night on the deadline. Uh, and fortunately, they can be the applications as long as they've done their transcripts. <laughs> fortunately, applications can can be uh, transmitted digitally. Um, but uh, there, there are other procrastinators uh, in the group, and, and we always try and work with them as long as they meet the deadline. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So you're staying up all night, uh, well, at least until midnight uh, on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're coming in. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're coming in or people at the post office with their FedEx stamp. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's, and it's interesting how, how the flow comes as well, because there's, there's a, always a set of students who get theirs in right in the beginning. Scholarships released and within that first month or so, you get a handful. Um, and then there's radio silence for, for a couple of months and there's nothing. Uh, and then right at the end in, in that last week is, is when just the flurry comes in. So how many applications did you say you're saying uh, between 40 and 100? 
Yeah. Yep. Over the years, it's uh, it's varied um, in in that range, and consistently we're we're averaging about sixty to sixty five uh, a year, but it's been anywhere in that forty to hundred range. So for um, someone who's looking to create a new scholarship, uh, they should also expect that same process. First month come in, you know, you get about a handful, nothing for a couple months, and then the rest of the sixty comes in during the last week. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's been uh, uh, the proven track record for our process yeah <laughs> uh and, and i've also heard the same um i mean something that i mean i've done because um i offer and manage this scholarship i've also sat on the review committees um of other scholarship programs as a way to give back and in talking to others who uh, also give out scholarships um yeah they have the same experience i mean they they get just a gluttony of applicants um right before the deadline um, so yeah, it's, it, that's to be expected. I think we all, all, all can remember what, what it was to be in school and to have social obligations and sports obligations, schoolwork, and in, in this case, scholarships, <laughs> you kind of manage and fit it all in. But once the deadline is there, it becomes real <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, the students didn't push for it at that point. So talking about the review process here. What is your review process like? Is it just you on the committee or do you have an independent committee? Yeah, so um, we have a, uh, an independent committee um, of several uh, different members from the community. Uh, those members have, have changed over the years. Some have come in, some have gone out, but we typically uh, have, have a committee of approximately five people who uh, review the applications and what we what we do is when um, when they come in, uh, we'll split the split the applicants into into two different groups, and essentially half the committee will review one group, the other half will review the other group, and then we'll rate uh, the applications. We have some um, just a, a simple grading format where um, we score one to four uh, in different categories, and uh, so each each committee member reads through it, scores um, their their applications, um, and then uh, puts the ones that rank the highest on the top. And then we and we come in and then meet um, as a committee uh, in person once that work is is done, and then have discussion as to uh, why we feel um, certain applications are are at the top. Um, and it's a it's an active discussion as as well. Um, and then what I always uh, encourage and support as well is that even with this ranking system that's there, um, there's also uh, room for students who are just, I mean, exceptional in a particular way. And so they might not rate the highest with our grading system. But if the student really stands out, um, our committee members who review these, these scholarships are, are asked to uh, to really set that application aside and then bring that to the meeting for discussion um, because it's, it's something that when then worked on collaboratively, um, you know, sometimes um, it is decided by, by the committee that that particular student may be deserving of a scholarship. Um, and, uh, and I mean, that's how we run our, I mean, our committee. I've also been on, on others where um, everything is done uh, just online. Uh, it's a very sort of administrative you know, process with your ranking system and 
it gets tallied up and then it goes strictly off, off the numbers. And I've also set on a couple where, where it's a smaller application pool and um, we, we meet a couple times and basically read through them all in, uh, in the same room. And uh, I mean, allow really a four hour period or so to where um, we're all sitting around reading through and we're marking the ones that we feel are best and then um, have a discussion at the end at which point it's then decided. Um, yeah, and it's been a, it's, it's been a fun process. I mean, I, I always enjoy um, the relationships with, with the committee members uh, that have, have offered to serve. Um, and um, yeah, they always find that their heartstrings are, are pulled when reading some of the applications or they relate to a certain student and uh, have always found benefit and then contributing their, their time to reviewing. What would you say is the most, um, the, your favorite part about the, the entire scholarship process? Mm, reading the essays, I'd say, yeah, reading the essays. And then also um, sometimes you have the opportunity to meet the students uh, who have been awarded uh, the scholarships too. And so we've, um, we haven't done it every year, but there've been years where uh, we've, we've done a small recognition dinner uh, yeah, for the applicants. And, and so, uh, yeah, meeting them, um, and then as far as you know, the process part, also just uh, reading their stories and getting some insight into who, who they are as individuals uh, through, through that process. So I'm um, talking about the scholarship process now. So for uh, someone who's out there who is potentially thinking about creating a scholarship, it sounds like the first thing you do every year is you get the DOE approval and then it's sent out to all the schools and then it's reviewed and then the um, and then the um, possibly a recognition dinner. Is there mm-hmm. is there any other part of that process that we're missing, and how long does that process usually take? Yeah, yeah. So um, we typically will release the scholarship uh, in in the fall, um, typically October, and then accept applications until uh, the the end of February, and then have a month then uh, for the review period, and then awards going out um early april um and so and so i mean start to finish that really encompasses just over a six month period uh and what i have um liked to do and i've i have found beneficial is that i mean everyone who who submits a scholarship uh receives a letter stating that their application um has been received and is being reviewed and we send those letters out uh approximately around March 20th. Uh, and that's just an acknowledgement, thanking them for applying um, and also letting them know that uh, the scholarship is now in the review period. And then subsequently, we, we send out additional letters uh, approximately one month later, stating that uh, w- whether they have been awarded the scholarship uh, or that if they haven't, again, just thanking them for their application, um, the time and work that they put into it, and then wishing them uh, all the best with their future endeavors. Um, and from a management standpoint, and uh, very efficient um, as opposed to receiving numerous phone calls as to, is my scholarship application being reviewed? Did you receive it? When are we gonna respond? And so just managing that aspect of it uh, has helped with efficiency and then uh, I mean, equally important though, it, it also um, is, is acknowledging the students for the work that they, they put in uh, and then 
maintaining um, a personal touch uh, and, and just the humanistic aspect of the process. Sounds good. Well, to close off this podcast, I do have some rapid fire questions. If we can uh, go through those with you. Yeah, I'd love to. So what is your favorite moment um, throughout your 15 years of the scholarship? Do you have a particular moment that really hit, hit your heart? Yeah, one, one just did it and it happened recently. And it was when um, I saw um, on a social media page that one of the first applicants um, had just graduated from, from pharmacology school and was returning to Maui to be a pharmacist. Um, and I'd remembered from her, her application that, that she had aspired to be a nurse. And then years later to, to see that it, it had gone from nurse to a pharmacist and then in, in turn to, to returning to Maui um, was, was just exceptional. Awesome. Um, what is the number one, what, if, what is the number one thing you're looking for in an applicant? Um, really a passion and, uh, and their vision uh, for their place in Maui County's future and how they're going to contribute. Uh, creative ideas and just uh, really um, where, where their heart is uh, in and behind that. What is the best channel to get applications or what is the best form of marketing that you do to receive um, the 65 applications? Yeah. Um, yeah, scholarsapp.com, uh, as well as um, through high school counselors. Uh, and um, yeah, those two are number one. Counselors being uh, also being key because the, the counselors are often bring, bring the scholarships to the attention of the individual students. Um, and then also, um, this is not quite rapid fire, but uh, we've, we've had real success in uh, getting the local public radio station, as well as the local TV news network uh, to also promote the scholarship. And so we've always given it to them on an annual basis. And in many of the years, um, our public radio station and our public TV station have been uh, help to promote the awareness of the scholarship as well. Awesome. What is uh, one thing that made your life easier um, administering the scholarship? Like what is one thing that you learned that helped you out? Yeah, um, really aggregating our whole, whole process uh, and working with scholars out. Awesome. Um, and for advice, what would be your advice to the applicants? Uh, read the instructions, <laughs> read, yeah. read the instructions and, and follow them. Simple, most important advice. <laughs> How about uh, advice to existing committee members? Like, um, you know, like other scholarship donors that are reviewing committees that may have just started or? Yeah, just, uh, I mean, uh, think about the importance um, of our, our role and what we're supporting for the students and our ability to uh, impact their lives and um, provide them and, and support them in their opportunities to get scholarships and in their future. What is uh, one piece of advice that you can give to a someone who's on the fence? Hey, I should. I'm wondering you know, if I should create my own scholarship or not. Uh, just jump in and do it. It's much easier uh, than you may think. Uh, the hardest part is just getting started and. Um, it, taking that first step once you start putting together the application and 
make a few phone calls, um, you realize that it's actually much uh, easier than you may have thought. And there's also lots of support and encouragement out there for it as well. Sounds good. Um, and then lastly, can you um, give a shout out for your scholarship? Where can, um, where can students learn more about your scholarship? When are you expecting to open? Yeah, I encourage all, all Maui County uh, high school and graduating seniors to apply at scholarsapp.com. And uh, the scholarships will be on there no later than October of 2019 uh, for the awards to be given out in 2020. And I encourage all students to check in online and learn more about the scholarship program. And then just to confirm, this is a scholarship that you're giving out every single year too on top of this. It is. Yeah, it's, it's an annual scholarship. Um, it's been uh, out there for 15 years, every single year. Um, and the intent is, is for it to continue for decades to come. Awesome. Well, Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to be on and sharing your insights. I'm sure students are going to get a lot out of this. Well, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's, it's been enjoyable, and uh, we really appreciate it.